Today is March 24th. The Yankees are currently winning a spring training game. Judge extension arbitration talks. We were on Yes Network and some other odds and ends of spring training. So let's do it. Talk Yanks. Hello and welcome to Talking the Yanks, brought to you by SeatGeek. My name is Jimmy. His name is Jake, and we have BBD in the corner wearing a McFlurry Power jersey, which is also, in a way, a Yankees jersey because the two McFlurry Power players are Aaron Bossy, defensive coach and maybe third base coach for the... Uh, Somerset Patriots now, I believe. Was Hudson Renegades. Now I believe he's in Somerset. And Kyle McDonald, who was with the Yankees farm system, now with another farm system. McFlurry Power. Nice jersey. BBD. Jake looks good as well. As I said, episode is brought to you by SeatGeek. Whole show is brought to you by SeatGeek. Go to the app. Get yourself some tickets. Yankees are back. This is the first Full capacity spring tra- or full capacity opening day since 2019. Maybe there's tickets still available. If not, opening weekend is there. Boston coming to town. $20 off code Yanks. $20 off your first purchase with the promo code Yanks. Make sure you click the link in the description. Download the app. Get $20 off. Jake, how are you doing? I'm excited to go to some weekday Yankees games with you again. Mm, chimmer. King Biebs, everyone tuning in live. Yeah, man, two weeks. Two weeks on the nose from opening day. Yeah, man, it's uh, it's really exciting. We, uh, hey, how about a thank you to everyone? Uh, the Yes Secret is out of the bag. Uh, yesterday was a lot of fun. We'll tell you guys about that. Um, man, Yankees baseball, like we... We get co- so caught up in our work stuff at this point that we we haven't been able to fully, fully, like, lock it in yet. Like, you know, I, I think at the end of this episode, we might talk some Marwin Gonzalez. And that get that's how I get my jollies off these days. I saw Clark Schmidt dropping some nasty stuff today. And I haven't done, like, the Clark Schmidt could be nice. Like, I haven't done Jakey Yankees deep dive yet. And I'm, like, there. Like, I think after this episode, like, this weekend, I'm going to be, like, deep diving into Luis Heal. And I'm going to be looking at other guys that can have an impact on this 2022. 2022? Yeah. It's 2022 Yankees season. Um, And it's really exciting. And, you know, we'll see if we get any more news news, whether that's Brett Gardner, whether that's a trade. I'm in it. I'm here. We recorded a Joey Gallo PPP. I'm trying to get super hype on that. Could also not be so hype. Uh, but I'm good, man. I'm I'm ready to do it. Ready to boom. 86 exit. Yeah, yeah, we already home. Let's get it on. You? I'm good. Obviously, I'm coming from home today. I feel like this shot. If I sit lower in my chair, 
And like the books are behind my head and that looks cool, but yeah. I'm pretty slouched right now. Anyway, um, coming from home today, my, usually I'll save the personal stuff for the end, but like Katie and my life right now is like, I don't know what we're doing. Yes. Um, we're like in it, like a sitcom. Like, it's like, we're just like living like the classic, like early married, new baby, new house sitcom life at the same time. We had three different people come work on the house today. Landscapers got new laundry and washing machine. And they're, I don't even know what they're doing in the kitchen, but guys have been cutting wood in my garage all day. Mm. And we also have the newborn and uh, the company. Like, I don't, it's like, I talked to her today. I was like, dude, we're, we're doing way too much. But also we want all of it. So whatever. Anyway, so I'm home. I had to take the dogs to the, the daycare and they were just a mess because they had to be outside because they mm. uh the kitchen was being worked on so i just brought them to the daycare jake and they were just like filthy and they mm. were like hey, thanks i was like sorry sorry about that anyway that's enough about this there, if you can hear sawing in the background that's what's happening but jake's in bbd so you can't hear it noodles pretty gross right now on my end uh both noodles and yeah we uh me and bbd actually we caught joe's mcfly in the bathroom cutting his own wood so that was that was a sight to be seen. Um, but yeah, you know, line it up. Get it ready for baseball season. I, Dude, two weeks. Two weeks. We're going to be sitting on the couch watching Yankees baseball. First game of the day. Uh, Gareth Cole should be lined up. Uh, Nate Dog Evaldi, like, pump it into my veins. I have great news for Yankees fans, too. Some that are that listen that aren't in the the hustle and bustle of around the league uh, updates. Sure, but there was a a, yeah. a big big Yankees update uh, today. A, a big transaction. The Blue Jays traded that fuck Randall Grichik away. He's no longer in the division, and Grichik came on this show and chatted with us about being just a pain in the ass because he just killed the Yankees for a while now. And he's gone. So now we can root for him. He's in our, he's in Colorado, but he's out. That's a that's a win. It's an upgrade for the Yankees. Sure, did the Blue Jays get a lot of better a lot better in other places? What if what if Chapman stinks against the Yankees and we're saying, hey thank God you don't got Gritchick anymore. That bleep Gritchick. Um yeah, man, he uh, he was a true Yankee killer, a true, of the truest form Yankee killer. He had that power to the opposite field. It just always seemed like he got us. And yeah, really interesting. I haven't fully processed what it means for the Blue Jays. If you uh, if you guys tune into Talking Baseball, we're gonna start having our team profile and projections coming out, similar to the Yankee PPPs, just with teams. Um, really interested to see what that means for the Blue Jays because they have a very righty balance lineup. So I don't know if Tapia, that the guy they got, is going to be playing a lot for them. It's all righties in Biggio as of right now, which was a little surprising. Um, so, hey, like Garrett Cole, Sevy, be really good against righties this year, and that'd be nice. Um, but, yeah, Randall Gritchuk. And, dude, he was on an episode of Talking Yanks. Some of the Talking Yanks faithful probably remember that. He was a cool guy. He was kind of rubbing it in our face. He goes way back. Uh, he grew up with Kelsey Winger, who does Farm to Fame with us. Um, 
And so he's in Colorado now. So, uh, yeah, Grichuk's gone. That was a, a little bit of AL East news. And uh, I don't know. How about flip him back to the Yanks mid-year and he can be a Yankee killer for the Yanks. Problem solved. Sounds great to me. Uh, three homers against them last year, uh, all at the stadium. 2020, uh, Homer, it was 2019 where he hit one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight homers against the Yankees. So eight, nine, 10, 11, 12 homers in the last three seasons in 2020 or shortened. Anyway, that's not one of the main topics today. I just thought it's a fun update for the people. We have judge news and we have uh yes network news and we have just odds and ends of spring training. What do you want to do first? Do you want to do us on yes net or the deal with yes network first or should we do uh judge news first because that's actual Yankees talk and then do more of us on yeah, the yes we, network deal. We, I think we wrap up with some of the Yankees stuff. We we should do uh or excuse me with our stuff. Um we we should talk big Aaron Judge cuz he's uh He's been a popular name the last 48 hours for a couple of reasons. Yeah. Um, well, the, the first news is the the uh, vac- vaccination uh, laws got changed in New York City, and now everyone's cleared to play. They, they changed the laws uh, so that athletes and musicians or whatever don't have to be vaccinated. Yeah. Um, I think there's a lot of people... Reporting about the donations. I might have spurred that along. Yeah, it's uh, we're obviously not going to dwell on this. It's uh, if you really zoom out or zoom in, uh, I think you find out a little bit of how the world works. Um, the which the, the law say. the law literally says this is for athletes and musicians, <laughs> performers. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's business. It's the whole world runs on money. I mean, how, what's a huge economy in Manhattan, which is an event or, you know, the, the New York City, which is an event industry, whatever. Uh, it's a huge win for us because we didn't care. And I anyone that asked me about it, I said it's going to get sorted. There's no way judges missing 90 games or whoever and the Mets players and how to get sorted. Well, they paid them a lot of money to change the law. So that's good, I guess. I don't know. Go get vaccinated. And they uh, they announced it's it. It's easier. Would have been easier. They announced it at City Field. Um, so you could do some math on that as well. Um, and there was a bunch of Mets players. I think there was rumors of double-digit Mets players that were unvaxxed. So, hey, that whole conversation ends up in a lane that we don't play in or really care about. So um, the only thing that's still interesting is the Toronto effect, which... Um, Super interested to see how that plays out in every sport. The NBA, um, baseball, like, you know, we the Texas Rangers open up in Toronto this year and they, they might have some guys that just straight up don't make the trip because they're not vaxxed. I don't know. Uh, I'm out. It's something to watch and we'll we'll see how it affects the Yanks going forward. Yeah, the Toronto stuff will be very interesting and whatever the the actual like business baseball side of it that we need to talk about is that the Yankees um uh reached an agreement with every arbitration eligible player besides Aaron Judge and it hasn't gone to arbitration yet um 
The Yankees are not a what's the term? They're not a file and ooh, what's file the term? and trial. They're not a file and trial team. Um, meaning, if you have no idea what how arbitration works, the uh, player and his agency and his side says this is what I want to be paid. The uh, the team says this is what we want to pay you. And once you submit those two numbers to an arbiter, the arbiter has to choose one of the two numbers. They cannot say, I think you guys should meet in the middle. They won't do that. They'll choose one or the other. So that hasn't happened yet. And if that happens, we're in for a uh, dog fight. They're so far apart. The judge wants 21 million. Uh, the Yankees said they want to pay him 17 million. If judge was on the open market right now, he'd get 30 mil a year. Uh, if you compare him to people of his talent and skill set and what he's done on the field. So I cannot believe the Yankees did 17, but obviously that's how negotiations work. And I think this will be part of, I, I think they'll reach an agreement. I don't think it's going to go to arbitration and get ugly. The Yankees haven't done that since Dellen Batansis because that got very ugly and very publicly ugly. And they haven't had to do this uh, with a player since Dellen Batansis back in 2017. So I'm really not worried about this either, Jake. It's kind of the same boat. Like I right now, I think this will get sorted. I think the Yankees are trying to um, get a extension out of this, like a five, six year buy out the arbitration year and then get like five years added to it. And judge doesn't want to do that because they have a week and a half to get that done before opening day. And I think the Yankees are trying to take advantage of this window where judge and his camp are like, Whoa, let's just get this one year done. Then talk about the extension after, you know, my free agency years because grouping them is tough. So that's what I think is going on. I really have no, no idea, but I do right now. Just feel like it'll get sorted. If memory serves, Severino got his extension done basically outside the arbitration room, so they can they can really come right up against it there. It probably gets both sides a little more motivated to get the extension done one way or another because the arbitration process stinks. Yeah, I'm. So I I put some thought in this last night, Jim. Yesterday was a wild day uh, for anyone that saw me during the day from. From the morning to like 3 p.m., I wasn't Jake Storielli. It felt like my brain got kidnapped by the Mucinex guys in the commercials, and they were just pulling the strings up there. And then later that day, I finally came back. A lot going on. Ten crazy days, missing Jess, uh, partying. Uh, we go to Yes Network, little train ride, recover, get to Yes, we're running hot. On the way back, still half running hot. And I started thinking about the judge stuff because Curry talked about it on on Yes Network Hot Stove a little bit too. Um, I'm not worried about this year at all with the 17 and the 21. Um, it's going to get resolved. I, I think the Yankees are obviously using it. They're trying to use it as leverage um, leading up to extending judge. And, and we'll see. Um, super interested to see how it goes down. Um and the thing that must be holding this up, because I don't think the Yankees are scared to pay Judge now. Um, like, Judge is a stud. Like, go look at the stats. Compare him to other players around the league. 
He's nasty. They love Aaron Judge. Are you kidding me? The monster of a human that sells tickets and has never said the wrong thing. The dude just danced around the COVID stuff in Jeter-esque fashion. That Kyrie Irving quote is all time. That's incredible. The Yankees want to lock up Judge. The question is, he's a big fella. The big guys in a lot of sports tend to fall apart a little bit easier than the little guys. More parts. It's like when you're buying a car. If the car has more parts on it, there's more things that can be broken. That's a little Jakey life advice. I think the thing that must be holding this up is the back end of the contract. Are there team options on there? Are there player options on there? Because for the next little bit, Judge is going to be nasty. Uh, it's just this is Judge's one chance at a mammoth contract. And it's figuring out the back end of that. So if and when a judge extension does come out, I think what's going to be super interesting is the back end of that deal. Is it player options? Is it mutual options? Is it, are there none? I don't know. Um, Both sides are working to it. Both are motivated. Aaron Judge has more value in New York. The Yankees are more valuable with Aaron Judge. There's a solution. If they actually go to arbitration, we're not going to do a live breaking episode, but that would be insane. They haven't, 2017? That's nuts. Is the last arbitration, yeah. Yeah. But they did do it with Jeter, too, and it was ugly. And, right. And Jeter didn't like it. And and there's a lot of the same conversations we're talking about. We're like, hey, this, this Jeter was going to be the future captain. Jeter was the face of baseball. Jeter was the number one selling jersey. I don't know if that's true, but I would bet it was true. Judge is the number one selling jersey right now. So, and they did do it with Jeter. So, it's it's the same uh, regime for the Yankees the, from the Jeter time, basically same top brass. So, yeah. we'll see, see how it goes. I, I'm really not worried about it right now. I mean, I guess give me a week. To, like 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 Bibbidi said, it can get done up until the last second. Yeah. And Judge is worth $21 million. Sorry. Yeah. So it has to be part of the negotiation to offer him 17 when, I mean, if you look around the league and what Judge does, when, and he was hel- he's been healthier, he's worth more than $21 million. Like, he came, his camp kind of came in low. So I've got if he's question. on the open market, he's not on the open market, I get it, but blah, 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 he's worth that. I got a question for you. Yeah. It comes out in a few days. Aaron Judge and the Yankees have agreed to a seven, eight-year deal, $200 million, whatever it is. Maybe Yankee captain stuff, probably, if they give him that deal. As soon as, as, soon as he signs a five-year deal, he'll be captain. So what, what would that do? Let's say this happens. He gets the big contract. He's named Yankee captain. Do you get a little extra juice for this season? Do you get what for the season? Just a little extra juice. Are you a little more excited? Me? Yeah. As, or or judge? You. Uh yeah yes as as much as I I I'm mean, talking baseball I talk all about lifelong players and and players that are in one market for a while and and even if it slightly goes against the business of running baseball in the front office and I do think that too many fans are rooting for the business transactions. And I, I don't know how we go back to rooting for, like, don't you think if if all of their salaries, like any other uh, job in the world, were just private? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if we lived in a world where athlete salaries and contracts were 
private info that the public was not privy to. Don't you think fandom would be a lot more fun and yeah. and it, it, engaging and and just like kind of little kiddish? So I know that's not the case. Um, but my point is, I like when teams keep stars around and they stay on the team forever. I was upset as a baseball friend that Freddie doesn't stay in um, in in uh, Atlanta for the remainder of his career, at least the majority. You know, if you do the one, two year at the end, fine. But, you know, majority. I don't like the splits. I don't like moving around. So I will be happy. I'll be happy with an overpay because he's been underpaid. There's going to be a lot of Yankee fans that are like, he's old. You can't give him. He's judge. Come on. He's been so good. He's been a top five guy when he's played. I feel like he's underappreciated by Yankees fans to some, to some extent because they just have business brain and age brain. And that's all I see. Right. No, those are great points. Yeah. I guess it, it, for me, it would just be the comfort. It's like, this is really happening. Like we are, we are now Aaron judges Yankees fully. Like, remember it seems laughable now, but you know, there was, there was a year where it was like, Hey, maybe Glaber Torres is a future leader of this Yankees team. Like it would be set in stone with Aaron judge and, that kind of money coming in that amount of years, and they would give him the captain that it would be like, you know what? Like, yeah, let's fucking go. And by the way, like, maybe Judgy starts opening up just a little bit more. Like, you know, we know Aaron Judge has that silly side. We know he rounded third and, like, taunted Altuve a little bit. If he's got the money in the bag, I think we might get a little more fun, Aaron Judge, which signed me up for that every day of the week. Yeah. I'd be happy about it. Do you, um, th- do you think uh, like 200 plus mil would be a good bet on Aaron Judge? Yes. I would bet that he makes more than that. Yeah. Uh, what would you set the over under at for Aaron Judge's if if the Yankees were to sign him? Mm, six six years. I don't, I, I'm trying to do math now, which. Yeah. It's probably I don't right have or, contract. I don't have contract brain as easy as other people do. Okay. I always have to do math. Well, why don't you Six. guys why don't you guys go to DraftKings? Because they do the math for you. That's huge they news. Do. Um you just have to look at the bets and pick one. And right now, obviously college basketball is huge. Uh the big tournament starts again tonight. A lot of good games. Go to the DraftKings Sportsbook, and you can bet $5 on any team to win, and you get $200 in free bets. Do it. It's that simple. They just have to win. They also have the, the play for free pools. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code JOMBOY. Bet $5 on any college hoops team to win and get $200 in free bets if they do. If they win, you win with promo code JOMBOY this week at the DraftKings Sportsbook. 21-plus restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Great job. Thank you. Uh, Do you want to talk about how the Yankees still don't have a catcher or second starting pitcher? backup center fielder at all um let's see i mean where i i guess catcher uh, we've been dancing around the convo a little bit i think a week ago we were screaming 
Ben Rortvet is not the Yankees catcher. I think a week later we're sitting here like Ben Rortvet might be the Yankees catcher. He's hurt. Him and Higster. I mean, Rortvet's hurt with like an injury that takes a long time to recover from. Like I don't, and they knew that when they traded for him. Yeah. Yeah. Every now and then I get excited about how Glaber looks good, and I'm kind of getting excited about Glaber. Yes. Getting excited for Rizzo a little bit. I'm getting excited about some things. Nestor makes me excited. And then I remember they just straight up don't have a catcher right yeah. now. And they didn't they didn't vastly improve any position, and they got hor- horribly worse at, at one. And it bums me out. Are no trades happening anymore? Was there Manaya rumors recently? There is the Gritchick trade today. Like, there's still stuff trickling in. I mean, the A's, dude, they have such a powerful hand right now. Like, they, they've got two starting pitchers that literally every team in the league wants. Um, and then I guess there's Loriano and Murphy around that, which there haven't been a ton of rumors. But if you're a Yankee fan, you're obviously eyeing those names. So, I the rumor mill hasn't been... St- twirling but it's still it's still out there yeah i'm reading the reports now it's like Heyman said some shit that doesn't matter uh so i'm skipping that paragraph rosenthal said that oakland's current focus is on finding a trade partner for lefty sean Manaya. uh while the general expectation has been that both Manaya and right-handed frankie montas will be moved rosenthal rosenthal suggests the a's are still deciding how to proceed with montas Hey, a lot of teams are going to be in the bidding for uh, Manaya, Manaya, Manaya. Mm-hmm. So it's not like back when the Yankees needed a pitcher and Sonny Gray was on the market. Sonny Gray was going to one team. That was the most obvious trade ever. It was the Yankees and the A's were making that trade. And we knew for like three weeks before it happened. It was like one of the rare times that didn't slap us in the face. Yankees are, are probably not the front runner for any prospect right now because all they have to offer are high-end guys that they don't want to part with so i'm getting more doubtful and doubtful and doubtful you know what i think is going to happen I, I you know what i need if eric is listening or someone that can do research for us anyone in the chat go find me all the non-roster invitee catchers mm. around spring training right now because one of those that doesn't make the squad and Alex free agency will be the backup to start the Yankee season, probably. That's how glum I am about this situation. Yeah. That's not ridiculous. That's not ridiculous. Because, I mean, you're right. You know, Higgy, Higgy's probably catching Cole opening day. Uh, you know, we've seen that before. I don't know. I, I don't know. We know, um, you know, Tanner Swanson, who is the Yankees catcher's coach, came from Minnesota. And Rortved is like his guy, so they believe in that. Um, but yeah, I I don't know. It uh it just doesn't feel Yankee like, which sounds a little douchey, especially as I sit here in my cute little polo shirt. But it really doesn't. But they also don't have a bench, right? So if they're fine, they're saying that we're going to start these these catchers, uh, because we believe so much in like that if every pitch they frame correctly is a tenth of a run. So if they frame, they steal 10 strikes a game, that's actually like 
saving a run. Like that's kind of how they view it. Well, what about in a big moment when you need to pinch hit a guy? They don't even have that, right? Well, they kind of do because they still have an extra infielder. So on any given day, DJ, Glaber, Rizzo, or Donaldson, as of right now, would be sitting. Um, More Stanton. Like, the Yankees do have the utility infielder as of right now. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That being said, that... That changes, obviously, in a mo- notice moment with the Yankees. Um, and I guess it's just scary because right now, the bench is DJ or whoever's not starting that day, which, hey, in theory, we like that a lot. When DJ is was... D- is, when he was, is he not going to start opening day again? <sighs> I mean, I could see the Yankees, like, believing in that, like that spark DJ. Um Right now, the other two guys on the bench are listed as Miguel Andujar, who is essentially a waste of a bench player because that guy would be most productive. The only way he is productive is if he's getting four at-bats a game and he's doing damage in two at-bats. And right now, it's Tilo, who's your speed defense outfielder. So (laughs) when you put that all in the bucket, I don't really know. Because Anduhar still doesn't have a position. But. Anduhar's not making the team. I mean, who who else do you have? It would be Florial. Inciarte has been solid at camp this year. But then your your backup infielder is your backup infield. Marwin Gonzalez just hit a homer. That would probably make more sense, right? Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of guys that would make sense over Anduar. Marwin, um, Inciarte is getting a lot of run in spring right now. Peraza's a non-roster invite. Yeah, Peraza, there's, yeah. Guzman. Hmm. Philip Evans. Ryan Lamar. All those names, I think, make more sense over Andujar as a as a bench player, right? Because a bench player needs to be able to come off the bench and provide you defense in multiple positions, unless it's a catcher. Andujar provides you defense in zero positions. He's not really made to be a bench player. No. So I don't see that happening. Um. You can tell we're in the middle of like actual Yankee season, Jake, because half the some guy in the chat was saying that, um, of course, we were happy with the offseason and and just going to say the Yankees are did all the right moves. And then another guy just came in and said, of course, you guys are doom and gloom. Yeah, we're we're right where they want us. Yeah, no, I mean, this is exhibit A of a Yankees off a divisive Yankees offseason. Yeah. Yeah. I am split. Like, I am split. Because I will have to force optimism. Like, I'm not going to be, like, a sad sack going in and, like, opening day, like, mad. Like, I I am building up a forced optimism that I will eventually, I, I will believe. Like, I am starting to get excited about Rizzo and Donaldson. And yeah. Glaber does look good in spring. Uh, but there are, like, 
they're like such holes on purpose, it seems. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's uh Yeah, man. I, I I feel like we we've spun the wheels on it a few times. They're they've clearly bought into a bounce back from a few guys. And the thing is where we're starting to drink the Kool-Aid is a few of these guys, you can actually believe it. Like, we've done the Glaber Torres story. He's done with shortstop. He's looked good this spring. He looked good even after he moved off a shortstop. Like, Glaber Torres can be a really solid baseball player. He's 25 years old. Like, Glaber Torres can have a really nice season. Dude, the DJ LeMayhew thing. Last year during the season, that was our biggest thing. Like, if, if we had one magic wish, we said... DJ be back. <laughs> and that could have solved so many problems at the top of the lineup. Um, Gallo, in his small sample, wasn't who Joey Gallo should be. Rizzo wasn't far off from what Rizzo should be, but could still be better. Uh, Donaldson, we're all buying into a little bit. Why not? There's really not a reason not to. I, I guess where I keep spinning is the... Uh, when we've talked about the Yankees offseason a few times, we knew that there was there was a chance that Kiner Falefa could end up here. We kind of didn't put together like a Josh Donaldson. You can't can't really do that. Yeah. Um, we knew Rizzo had a shot. I said this. This doesn't solve much. Sorry, we, keep going. We thought if this if this Yankee roster happened, we'd also be looking at a shiny piece in the bullpen or the rotation, and we're not. Yeah. Yeah, and we're not. Uh, someone said Romine's NRI, uh, non-roster invitee for Angels camp. I, I thought he was on the Angels. I didn't realize it was non-roster invite. It doesn't solve the offense no. at all. But Or defense. <laughs> or defense. But because Romine got in a fight with the Tigers, right. and he's a little bit of a testy fuck, I now have them making that move. Okay. Because it's all grit team. The Yankees are the all. The Yankees are all are, are the all grit team now. They're just they're just you know fuck you all over the place. That's their that's their thing. The left side, fuck you, Yankees. Yeah, I will say someone in the chat just said this: like they can't hit as bad as they did last year, and I can totally see us in three weeks. They get off to a hot ish start, and we're saying, eh, of course they couldn't have hit as bad as last year. Like, they had to get right. better. You know? And that's how the Yankees are probably thinking. And, Jim, I didn't want to send you down this wormhole yet. I was talking to company dad Chris Rose last mm-hmm. night. He loved the visual of you on Yes Network. Oh, yeah. He was all about it. Um Old man, take a look at my life. Uh, He said the Yankees have a pretty nice start to the season now. Um, Like, after Red Sox, I think they play nine Orioles games in their first, like, 28 games or something. So, yeah, like, if guys are hitting and we're playing the birds the way we should play the birds, we'll be high and mighty. If if we go five and four against the birds, everyone's gonna be losing their minds. Baseball. Well, it depends. Maybe they get some rest. Mm. They get some rest in in April. 
I've done the Yankees schedule watch a lot, but now I'm forgetting it and making me mad. You know I'm a big schedule guy. You're a schedule guy, rightfully so. Schedule hound. I'm a schedule guy, I just don't look at it. Yeah, well, you know what? I use baseball reference to look at the schedule because there's no pictures or logos. Right. Anything that clouds up the space. It's just like tiny words. It's a red and white Excel spreadsheet. Yeah. And I like that. And Baseball Reference hasn't put out their calendar yet, so I got to do the MLB.com one, which stinks because you can only look at one month at a time, and it's like so big, and I hate it. Um, So I haven't dived into the schedule yet. Come on, Baseball Reference. Get the net. I mean, they open up Red Sox, Blue Jays, so... Then it gets nice after that. But, I mean, that's a tough it's a tough homestand, man. Right. Seven-game Red Sox-Blue Jays division rival homestand. So, yeah, if they get through that, then they have Baltimore off day, Detroit, Cleveland off day, Baltimore, Kansas City, and that is a nice stretch. Then they go Toronto, uh, Toronto White Sox. Wow. All of our games against the White Sox this season come in May in the same, like, 10-day span. Just put that in our rear view real quick. Just Let's just catch a slump in White Sox Yep. in mid-June or May and put them in our rear view. Yeah. I like that. It's huge. Okay. You want to talk about Yes Network? Yeah, yeah. Where do you want to go? Uh, um, <clears throat> big thank you. Big emotional day. Jake was sad or feeling uh, emotions for other reasons. I was uh, a very emotional because of the response from our audience and the support. Um, it always, always takes me by surprise, uh, which I, I guess, I don't know, it's cool. Um but, you know, obviously, I think the first contact with Yes was like March of or February of 2021. So it's been a long time. So we're very excited on Yes's side and our side to finally like have it be public, have it be announced, have it be done, because this has been something that we've been talking about or they 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 reached out to us about. And that's a huge credit to them um, <clears throat> a long time ago. Um, but I did want to clarify because like a lot of people, I guess, just are confused. I had some p- friends like, what is it? What is it really? Yeah. Even though like they laid out the bullet points on hot stove and all that. But I, I saw some people like <clears throat> just wondering, what what is this? What does it mean? So I think we should clarify like what actually is going to happen. Um. From a content perspective, nothing changes on our end at all. Uh, like Talking Yanks will be on YouTube. It'll be on every podcast app. We will be doing three episodes during the season, two series recaps, blah, pregame shows. Those will get a little lighter and a rotating cast because they're a grind. Um, just to let you guys know about that. <clears throat> but nothing changes at all. You can find it the same exact place. Um there's going to be a best of. So we do two series recaps and then a middle 
of the week series. And uh, that'll be condensed into a 22 minute half hour best of talking Yanks uh, for yes, linear, the TV station. So everyone that listens to us here, like, you know, you you've heard it already. Make sure you tune in for the first one so we can uh, show out, make yes, realize it was a fantastic move. And then, you know, anyone in your life, that's not a podcast guy or gal or YouTube guy or gal. You got grandmas, moms, sisters, brothers who just aren't going to dive in. You just say, well, here, here's half hour show. Best of check this out. Bingo. And they're going to do reruns. Yeah. It's uh, what's most important. Probably thank yous both ways. Yet. Yes. Network fans. Boring. You guys don't want to hear any more of that. Um, no, everyone's been awesome all the way around. And then, yeah, I'd say secondly, what's most important is, you know, yes, network, if the game ends, like just keep it running. I know most of you do anyways. You know, most of you are net, yes, network households. Just leave it on. Some best yeah. of talking Yanks. Uh, a little bit of uh, toe in the slab with Coney, who they've been absolutely killing it. And there's going to be a couple little things here or there, which we're which we're still iron out together. But uh, yes, network is in. You know, we uh, we are busy. The the company is uh, like 45, 50 people now. So we've got a lot going on. And yes, respects that. And yes, has a lot going on. So whenever we can do something and make it work, we're going to do it. Um, Because we, just like you people, I mean, we love yes, network. We were raised on it. Um. You know, I pretended to do my homework for a decade with Yes Network on in the background watching it. So um, it's really cool. Uh, genuinely, everyone over there has been awesome. <clears throat> and, uh, you know, we're this this podcast. And that was my one response to the Twitter messages like nothing on this is changing because it's going to yeah. be a best of show. So, like, you know, I'm still going to be showing skin. There's going to yeah. be some mild but appropriate for the timing cussing i let out a couple this episode mm. so like the product here you know it, we're not gonna be full-blown disney over here i know i look good today i'm out of clothes this was my backup shirt for yesterday to wear <laughs> on the show um so you know don't worry about it yeah and and someone was like oh you can't do gummy stuff or like weird stuff no like that's why that's why uh they pitched it and we and we pitched it as a best of because we can uh, we can cut out the stuff that's better for a niche in the weeds audience. And uh, the term that both parties like is a soft landing for people that are leaving the Yes Network on after the Yankees game. Uh, they watch the Yes post game show and then the, the talking Yanks best of comes on and it's not going to be. Uh, it can be a, a, we'll get a taste. The versions of the show that are Yankees talk and and, you know us but not depraved or, or completely <laughs> ridiculous us so that's that's why we get to edit around it but nothing changes on this at all um you if you just listen at to all the and, they, and, they didn't, and they didn't want it to it wasn't like a fight or anything it was like they've actually been of all the partners and people that we've worked with yes was the, easily the best they're uh very excited about this so toe in the slab will also have best of the coolest thing for us is that they will be promoting it during games. So like in the seventh inning, you'll hear Michael K and Coney being like, make sure to stay tuned for talking Yanks coming on later today after the yes pre post game show. And that's like going to be surreal and really awesome. Really? Cool. And, and then there will be exclusive content on the app. Um, 
Uh, I think like uh, there's going to be a 10 minute segment or show. We haven't really dreamt it up yet. It could be it could be different things every week, but every week there's going to be something new uh, and exclusive that you can only find on the yes app. Um, So that that's so get the yes app for that stuff. We, we, we spun a lot of ideas in our heads and we will probably test out a bunch of different stuff. The first, one of the things we already filmed was uh, Coney in the warehouse uh, teaching us how to pitch blitz balls and then, and then, you know, doing bullpen sessions and film sessions and all of that, which is, I watched a little bit of the first step today. It was funny. Um, Good content. Huge shout out to Coney. Yeah. As Coney kind of made this happen. We didn't know it. We, he, Coney is a little puppet puppeteer or puppet master pulling strings saying like, I think you guys should work together. And he came over for towing the slab to be on the network. And he kind of had a bigger plan in mind, not just having a, a podcast on the network. So huge shout out to David Cohn. Coney's the best. Coney uh, pitches with a plan, does everything with a plan. Uh, so he, uh, he hooked it up. Thank you, Coney. Thank you, everyone. Um. Yeah. Joelle's getting absolutely lit up right now. So jealous you're watching. He, he gave him a home run, a double, and a double. Uh, some windblown minor league stuff, but he faced Candelario. Jamer. Can't pitch the righties. It's making me more jealous. Put it on. They put up that thing. I can't see it. Oh, you can put it on on your laptop. I had it on the other day while we were recording. Working. Is there anything else about the yes thing? The watch parties? We'll keep, I believe we only have like two or three of those on the book. And, yeah, we'll keep you We'll keep you updated. We're, we're doing yeah. this all from the seat of our pants. So when something's coming up, we're obviously going to let you guys know. And yes is going to let you guys know. Um, yeah. Those should be fun, but those are, <laughs> those are a grind. But we'll have a couple of those this year. Yes, 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 yes. Okay, is that everything? Sure is. You cut out, but look like you said we yes. Agreed. Sure is. We got to go there. The, the mob here is getting rowdy. Big fantasy baseball draft. Oh yeah. Oh, that's right now. It's uh, twelve about minutes. to happen. Yeah. We'll let the chat choose our first pick. Talking Yanks has the first pick. Who are we taking? They're Yankees Tell people. Tell me right now. I can't, dude. It's been a secret all day. Everyone's been trying to get it out of me. BBD, who are we taking? You guys didn't BBD's uh, not on our me, team. Don't so. tell them. BBD's not on team Talking Yanks? Nope. No. What the that s- about? I can still be picked up if you want. We have to do this? You and I, Jake? I mean, I was going to do it. You've got, you've got stuff. That's why I'm trying to... <laughs> All right, just whisper who we're picking real quick. Um, it's the first pick. It doesn't matter. The best player. Who's that? They're trying to They're trying to make their boards. I can't let them know. Nothing can happen. It's the first pick. For us? Yeah, we've got the power. I can't let the two guy know what they're getting. You nuts? <sighs> well, text me then. We'll text. Ben had text. All right, enjoy the draft. Thanks, everyone. See you later. Love you guys. Go Yanks, Tom Grams. Go Yankees.